Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Today, more business. Uh, Queens Park, which apparently uh, the PCs say they will um, pretty much work through the whole summer, which is unheard of. But they will tell you promise made, promise delivered. That is their moniker. And today the province introduced legislation officially killing the Liberals' cap-and-trade program. We've already seen the PC start to dismantle the Green Energy Act, canceling things like wind farms and contracts, and the cancellation of cap-and-trade not only uh, will start a pretty fierce battle between the feds and the province, but it also is set to save the average household about $260 a year because you will not be paying extra for things like gas, diesel, and natural gas. Not huge savings, but it is at least moving kind of in the right direction. Let's bring in the uh, minister on this environment, Minister Rod Phillips. He, of course, is the MPP for Ajax and is dealing with all things environment, conservation and parks. He joins us now. Minister Phillips, uh, cap and trade is officially dead, fair to say? Alex, Ontario's carbon tax year is over. Um, today we introduced legislation that will cancel the cap-and-trade carbon tax and, uh, and let us move on. But most importantly, let us uh, start by putting $260 in the pockets of average Ontario families. That's per year? That's per year. That's annually. That's right. That, that won't uh, rattle too many people. They won't jump up and down. However, it does, I think, symbolize that the money's to go back in the pocket versus coming out. But... The cancellation of cap-and-trade, critics will say, is going to cost an awful lot of money uh, that we'll be throwing out uh, the the window, so to speak, like the cancellation of the gas plants. Um, So how do you justify the costs of cancellation of cap-and-trade and and, and things like the wind farms uh, in the long run? Well, you know, the the cost of cancellation, and I I think a lot of the estimates came out of some overblown rhetoric from the the campaign, and that happens during campaigns. But the the estimates at one point were were north of $3 billion. In fact, what what we presented today in terms of our expectation is it'll be closer to $5 million. And and you get there through a series of steps. Part of that $3 billion number included free cap-and-trade credits that have been given away. That was over a billion dollars. As well, nobody had accounted for the fact that, obviously, while cap-and-trade was happening, the people who bought the Credits were also using them to account for their emissions. Right. That takes another 2.4 billion off the total. So, so that uh, you know, we put together uh, an approach that we think is fair. Um, we believe that that it's up to five million dollars that we're going to have to pay. But, but most importantly, um, as you said, uh, getting some money back into into taxpayers' pockets. Uh, they've been being picked for a little bit too long, and that 260 dollars will go a long way for a lot of people. To be clear, are you is the government going to be making companies whole that that bought the credits and and spent the money before this election was even a thing. Well, what we what we what we've done is outline a, a fair, responsible framework for compensation, and that's what the five million dollars represents. And five million dollars is still a lot of money. But but those estimates that were being thrown around during the campaign of, of three billion dollars, they included, for example, over a billion dollars in credits that were given to companies for free. Well, we're not going to compensate for some people for something they got for free. There was also over two billion dollars of credits that were for companies that were, had to use those credits in the in the six months this year while the program was in place to account for their emissions. So. 
you know, some of the other, there's some other companies, for instance, the big oil companies, the natural gas companies that we're confident have passed the costs of the cap and trade on to their customers. So it gets down to, to a number of about $5 million. And we will now go through the process. We'll obviously have to, to pass the legislation, go through the process, and there'll be some compensation. But again, I think, I think the signal um, is that, uh, that that carbon tax that was going to be a job killer, that, that, that carbon tax that was just one more strain on Ontario families, um, it's gone now, and we'll be putting $260 back in people's pockets. Well, the feds will say otherwise. You met with Catherine McKenna, uh, the climate change minister, last week. How did that meeting go? Would I have wanted to be a fly on that wall? Well, you know, um, you know, we did we did talk about a range of issues, and and there's certainly things that that, uh, that Ontario and and uh, and uh, the government of Canada can agree on. But but her view of of, uh, of fighting climate change is really down to a carbon tax, and and obviously we disagree with that. So so I was very clear with her that we wouldn't we would be repealing as we did today with the legislation or started today the cap and trade carbon tax, and. And I was also clear that we'll use all the means that we can, including a legal challenge, and, and Premier Ford initiated that with Saskatchewan last week, um, to, to oppose the federal government's imposition of this. I mean, we just got elected um, with quite a mandate, and that mandate was quite clear that Ontarians didn't want a carbon tax. They do care about climate change. This isn't a case where we don't agree on the problem. We do agree that we have to tackle climate change. We just don't agree that a regressive tax that really, really hurts lower and medium income Ontario families, that's not the right approach. Yeah, and you also ran on dismantling the Green Energy Act, uh, which means, uh, and we've already seen the cancellation of, of wind farms, we are starting to see, hopefully, uh, the cancellation of any contract that can be, um, you know, that we can get out of. But do you, do you see that that's going to come at a huge cost? For Ontarians, you know, you know the, the savings, hundreds of millions of dollars of savings, because we won't have to be buying energy at rates that just doesn't make sense. Um, will make will make all the difference. So that's going to help. You know, we have committed in the campaign, and you'll hold us to this, that we're going to reduce hydro rates by twelve percent. Part of our ability to to do that is our ability to uh, to not go forward um, with with those contracts that that don't make sense. And and by the way, that a lot of the communities they were in didn't want. So all part of a program, all part of the things that uh, that Doug Ford promised when he was running, that we all promised as as people running with the PC banner. And and we're gonna we're gonna build a reputation, I think, over time for if we said we do it, we'll do it. When we make a promise, we we keep that promise. Should we, be, however, be expecting some you know? large lawsuits from those companies who, uh, you know, will say, hey, you know, we weren't expecting the cancellation. We had a commit from the, from the last government. Should Ontarians prepare to see some, some big litigation? You know, it, it, I guess anything's, anything's possible. But what I've heard, and, and you know, I was uh, in business uh, most of my life before that. I ran a number of, uh, a number of companies, and I, I obviously know a lot of business people, not just in my riding of Ajax, but, but elsewhere. I hear, in general, business people are, are, are quite satisfied. They like a government that's taking action. They certainly like a government that's being clear that, uh, you know, that we need to put some more money back in people's pockets. So we will see, I guess, about, uh, about lawsuits. are certainly comfortable from the point of view of the cap-and-trade legislation with what we've done on that front, that we took a fair and, uh, and, and reasonable approach around it. But, um, but I think business, um, you know, business is excited about uh, change after 15 years of, of a government that, that didn't really see the importance um, of companies in terms of it being employers and, and just the foundation of a, of a prosperous Ontario. When do you expect that the savings will start coming in? There is a, a mandate for an extra 12% in savings. When can people expect to see that? 
Well, listen, we'd, we'd like to have it as soon as possible, but we have, as, as you know, we've just been in government for, uh, for three weeks. Um, Premier Ford put us to work right away. So, so as soon as possible, we certainly want to see those savings. I can say in terms of, of the cap-and-trade program, we cancelled that program on the first day in our first cabinet uh, meeting. Um, so now those savings are going to have to, to obviously work their way through to consumers. Uh, I, we also made a commitment about wanting to reduce gasoline prices by 10 cents a liter. The cap-and-trade uh, cancellation is a first step in that, and, we'll, and, and that $260, part of that is the benefit people will start to see. Um, but, but we promised to go further and, and take that 10 cents off a liter. So you know, we're, we're working through the summer um, as hard as we can to, uh, to get those commitments uh, you know, into law, um, to move forward, to, to, to put that money back in people's pockets, because that's what we promised we'd do. Stay tuned. Rod Phillips, thank you so much. Alex, great to talk to you. Thank you. And that is Minister Phillips, and we'll see what they do next, where they go next. But uh, we certainly are getting a lot of stuff done now. From Point, I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.